Hey guys, welcome to Keeping It Simple, where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. My name's Luis. And I'm Scott. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to today's episode. I'm here with Scott, and today we get to talk about Sabbath. Yeah, today we're going to jump in to the topic of Sabbath, and we're excited for what this means and what this looks like. We're just going to have a conversation around it. And so, Luis, as we jump in, yep. Sabbath. What is Sabbath? Yeah, it's it's one of the things that we really want to put into the DNA of the Simple Church Collective and uh, yeah. of the leaders that we're looking to reproduce here. Um, and that's why it's part of like this ongoing series of you know our values and practices. Um, when we think about the Sabbath, we think about this 24-hour period mm-hmm. out of a seven-day week that we pause, right, to reflect, uh, to contemplate, uh, you know, to delight uh to, in to Jesus. rest, to stop working. Yeah, yeah. I love how Pete Scazzaro puts it out of the book, um, Emotionally Healthy Church. He says, Sabbath keeping is about accepting God's invitation to stop, to rest, to delight, and to contemplate in Him for a 24-hour period each week. Easier mm-hmm. said than done, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that God calls us to, and it's pretty serious yeah. because it's one of like the Ten Commandments, right? Mm. We, we look at the Ten Commandments, you shouldn't kill, you know, you shouldn't lie, you shouldn't steal, uh, you shouldn't covet, you know, what other people have. Don't have idols, don't commit adultery. Right? Like, all of these, like, and then for whatever reason, you know, like, the Sabbath kind of gets swept under the rug, mm. you know, keeping the Sabbath. And so I grew up in the church, you know, I, if you guys have heard our story, you know, I walked away from the Lord, but Sabbath keeping wasn't really a thing that we practiced. Yeah. You know, I mean, in your in your case, was yeah, it something for, that for you me, pre- Sabbath keeping growing up wasn't a priority. I don't I I mean, I can't sit here and say that I ever had like a thorough teaching on the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, it was more legalistic perspective. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ten Commandments were like good characteristics and like, you know, good things and all, but not vital to to healthy right. living you know that's that was the perspective um you know as a kid growing up it's like yeah. oh ten commandments but sabbath and for is, some people what was, is this even like yeah and for some people i think like you said like it was like a negative thing like mm. you couldn't go outside and play i've heard different people's like their sabbath keeping stories like they couldn't go outside and play or there wasn't any, like you're not allowed to dance or you're not allowed to have it fun like yeah. completely opposite to like how I practice Sabbath and yeah. maybe others and so they have kind of like when you bring up Sabbath they kind of flinch a little bit like what what are you talking about like mm. it means like the no fun day right like this so like that opposite. ain't supposed to be right. no fun come on right right so it's opposite of that and so when we look at the scriptures right not only is it the Ten Commandments, the biblical framework for the Sabbath. Which, which it's the biggest commandment, by the way, like, like verbiage-wise, lengthwise. Length yeah, yeah, like, it's the most drawn-out commandment. He, he goes great lengths to to, to to kind of explain what he means, mm-hmm. right, uh, when, when he hands those to Moses. And, and the story of the Exodus is vital to this. I think this yeah. comes on the heel of... Uh, Moses, um, you know, God using Moses to free the people of Israel, and they've been slaves for 400 years, right? Mm. And they say, now you have permission to stop, to rest, to rest, to contemplate, 
to delight, yeah. right? And, 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 and it's an invitation to trust God, right? Um, mm. And that your identity is not in your work. Your identity is not in what you do, right? And that God ultimately is your provider. And yeah. so that's the, the temptation to continue to work is to make ourselves the ultimate provider for ourselves. Yeah. And so each week, you know, we're invited to pause, to stop, to rest, to contemplate, to recreate, right? Uh, and to, you know, enjoy mm. the Lord and to honor the Lord with, uh, you know, our hearts by saying, you're God, I'm not, mm. right? And, and, and you're the one who holds things together. Yeah. It's, you know, there's seven days a week. You still need food and shelter and all those things, water, especially with the Israelites. Uh, but the seventh day, hey, uh, God's got it. You know, yeah. don't don't you don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a gift. Flipping right? their entire identity on its yeah. head. You know that yeah. they've had for generations. Yeah. Um, and this commandment is restated again in Deuteronomy. You know, with the next generation of Israelites, uh, yeah. for a lot of reasons, they stayed in the desert. You can go read the Bible and figure that out. But Moses restates this. Hey, yo, the Sabbath is important. This is a big deal. You need to keep this. Um, and I love the fact if you go to the creation account, like however you feel about the creation account, the last day God decides to rest. He like rests. The opening cha- opening verses of Genesis two, God rests. Right. And I love the coincidence that this is also like the first day that man is like fully existent hmm. is the Sabbath. The coincidence. Like I'll let you like theologically rest with, wrestle with like what does that mean. At the minimum, I think it means the Sabbath is crucial to our life. Like, yeah. we must take it. Like, even God rested at creation. Yeah. And nowhere in Scripture is this, like, absolved. That it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not applicable anymore, you know? Yeah. And so, like, biblically, the Sabbath is crucial. It's important. It's something to, so to, look, to look forward to, too. And I think, you know, f- as we put this in the context of, you know, developing leaders and in the in we think about uh, the simple church collective and you know um, people that are on mission everyone's a full-time missionary everyone's uh, you know a person that's in full-time ministry mm. um, you know that is living to fulfill the great commission in the spirit of the great commandment right uh, keeping the great gathering of revelation 7 9 in mind um, man there's always going to be more and more work and there's always yeah. going to be something else to be able to do Right. And so we need you leaders that are out there that are listening and the kingdom needs you to be as healthy as you can possibly be. And I think God knew that in ordaining the Sabbath, that if you take a rest one day out of seven and you let God handle, you know, that day, basically, and you just spend your time Mm. thinking of the Lord and enjoying all the things that the Lord has made you know, and worshiping him and, you know, and I'm not saying from beginning to end, you're in church all day long, because for some people, that's the connotation. What I'm saying is enjoying all that he's made and, and, and delighting in all that he is, um, nature, other things, um, that's going to really benefit you as a leader, uh, and benefit the groups that you're leading. It's going to benefit the church, the simple church that you're leading. Uh, even throughout scripture, there's this like, you know, for, you know, um, for six years, you know, plant the crops of the field, and on the seventh year, you know, uh, to 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 leave it 
so that whatever grows, you know, yeah, like you, the there's some rest. Yeah. yeah. And the same thing with, you know, forgiving of the debts every 70 years, you know, yeah. like there's this uh, concept of sevens, right? Yeah. Of, of allowing um, not only the, the land Ret- to returning rest. Returning land yep. that has been given. And then, and then forgiving people's debts, yeah. talking yeah. about that is the jubilee. Restoring and so read, read, yeah. read a little bit more about that. Um, and so there's this you know there's a theme in scripture throughout scripture of rest yeah. you know and and allowing the lord to take over periodically from time to time um, yeah one one thing that i think about um as i think about this is is a quote one of my favorite quotes by a guy named henry nowen uh talks about uh you are not what you do you are not what you have mm. you are not what other people say about you you are the beloved and that's the invitation you know you're not what you do you know, you can cease doing, you know, like in everyday life, when you meet someone, generally the one of the first things that comes up is like, so what do you do? Yeah. What's your work? Yeah. Like, like our identities, in many cases, it's built around what we do. Our identity mm. is primarily what the Lord says is built around who he calls us and he calls yeah. us the beloved. Yeah. You know, I've heard this story and listeners, maybe you've heard this story as well as this group traveling uh on the Oregon Trail, like trying to come out to Oregon, you know, it's obviously a long time ago and such. Um, and there was a group of these people who stopped and rested every seven days. They, they maintained a Sabbath. And there was a group of this larger group that was like, no, we need to keep going. Like, we can't stop and rest. Like, we got to get there. We got to keep going. So they went off on their own. So this group split. Um, one group maintaining the Sabbath and another group just working. Guess what group got to Oregon first? Right. The group that maintained the Sabbath. They operated and worked out of a healthy place. Yep. Um, yeah. And that just paints the picture of how vital the Sabbath is for our life. Yeah. yeah. Working from rest, not working to rest. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, working from the weekend, right? Per se, not working for the weekend, right? Mm. Like working from that Sabbath period, you know. And so here's the other thing that comes up when you guys know, bring that up. And, you know, um, I think it was Eugene Peterson who said, don't mistake a Sabbath with a day off. Sabbath and a Two day off, things. not the same thing, right? Sabbath uh, and the day off. Day off, you're still kind of accomplishing things. You're buying things. Yeah. You're, you know, doing a bunch of different Running you're, errands and you're, you're, you're getting the laundry, you know. Tasks. And so... And so don't confuse a, a day off with the with the Sabbath. In, in yeah, two this, different things. Right. And I think about years ago, I was um, we were church planting in Philly, and we had a uh, meeting with a bunch of pastors. And the, the CMA had recent, the Christian Missionary Alliance, had our denomination had recently um, brought on a new president, John Stumbo. And we were in this meeting with all these pastors and pastor wives, and he says... To the you know, one of the first things he says, uh, he addresses us and he says, "Guys, listen. As your president, I want to give you permission uh, to take one day um, out of the week to rest." He says, "Many of you know nothing about rest." He's talking to pastors, right? And mm. we know that the pastoral profession, um, many people are overworked. You know, a lot of it, you know, underappreciated. They don't, they don't rest well. Yeah, and so he goes, "Many of you guys don't know nothing about rest." He says, and your families and your ministries are suffering because of it. He goes, so I give you permission to take a Sabbath day. He goes, and then the rest of you, you guys need to stop playing golf and you guys need to get to work and start working. The Mm. entire room broke up in laughter because there's this, you know, in every crowd, there's 
There's, this a, there's a tension bo- point. There's both a, sides of the coin, right? Yeah. Like people who don't rest at all, and then people who all they do who is don't like, work enough. Yeah, who don't work enough exactly. Yeah. And so he went on to kind of explain what he meant by the Sabbath, and I I won't forget what he said. He said, you know, on the Sabbath, um, I don't do anything in conquer mode. I don't do anything in conquer mode. He says I love to mow the lawn. Um, but if I'm mowing the lawn because people are coming over and I'm not enjoying the scents, I'm not enjoying the sun, I'm not enjoying uh, it, you know, uh, the process, that I'm not doing it um, mm. from a place of delight, right? Yeah. And so when I do that because people are coming over, I got to get things done. It's a part of my to-do list. I don't consider that Sabbath. But when I'm out there and I'm enjoying the rays of the sun, I'm out there and I'm enjoying, you know, the way that it smells, I'm enjoying nature, you know, then that's a little bit different because he's not doing it in conquer mode. And so for some of you guys that might resonate um, doing things differently, you know, conquer mode versus not conquer mode. Yeah, I I love that. Um, The Sabbath is important, especially for those that are leaders and have a high capacity Take the time to Sabbath. This would be an encouragement to you to take that time and to Sabbath. You know, uh, one of my favorite uh, authors and speakers, um, John Mark Comer from Bridgetown in Portland, um, he often says, uh, talking about just spiritual disciplines in general, but he often says, don't start where you want to be, but start where you are. Yeah. You know, there's this goal, and the goal of the Sabbath is a 24-hour period of rest, delight, contemplation, you know, having some fun with the Lord. That's what we should seek to do and, and end up at that place. But if you've never Sabbathed before, if that's never been a built-in practice in your life, trying to go from zero to 100 there yeah. is, is unrealistic. And yeah. If anything, it might create a sense of legalism in you, and that's what we, yeah. we want to avoid that. It's, it's not from that place. So maybe it starts with four hours or six hours. Yeah. Or, you know, it might it might look different. The goal of getting to a twenty-four hour space uh, of just connecting with the Lord and resting yep. from your work and delighting and contemplating, um, and that's gonna look a little bit different for everybody in okay. different stages of life and even location. You know, it might look different. So start where you're at yep. and, and strive to to make that change. If you have not, you know, if this isn't a regular practice. Strive to make it a regular practice, but start where you're at, not where you want to be. That's such a good um, word. That's such a good word. When, when you say that, I think about uh, my wife and I, you know, when we were first married, we had different schedules. And mm-hmm. so we weren't able to set, our, our desire was to be able to Sabbath together. We were, yeah. I was doing social work and she was working, um, uh, managing a, a building, um, and we were church planting and so our weekends were taking up with church planting stuff and um and during the week we were working and so we didn't have the same day off um and it wasn't a little while until we were able to get the same day off and that was a lot better but so what that meant was on when when i had a day off then um i would do my earnest to sabbath and Mm. then when she had time off that she would do her earnest to sabbath and then when there was like a time like a day off versus a sabbath then we would get things done together that we needed to do run errands that kind of thing but then we had kids right um uh, there was a season in between there where we did have our the same day off and that was awesome we would go a 
cross the bridge and go into New Jersey and do fun things, eat mm. cool foods, go on hikes. Um, and th- But then we started having children. And then, you know, that's a lot different trying that, to sabotage. That changes your life. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Like you're changing diapers and just life gets more complicated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we had to figure out and kind of look to people with children. One, one of the people that we looked to in that season was Rich Velotis and Rosie and um, out of New Life Fellowship who we were just from afar kind of just listening. What were they doing and how were they doing it? And, you know, taking parts. So what we walked away from that is like, me and Melissa, we, we just made it work. So um, I would take half of a day, and then she would take another half of the day. And I would stay with our son, you know, our newborn, and then she would stay with the newborn. And then we would make that work. And so we tried to figure that out. And then we had more and more children. And so now, uh, you know, we have four kids. Our youngest is three, our oldest is nine, and then we have two six-year-olds in the middle. And we all Sabbath together. We, we choose Monday. Um, because Sunday, a lot of times it ends up being a ministry day and then mm-hmm. Sabbath is like our day off. So we end up having to run around. But Monday we schedule no meetings. Monday we intentionally leave margin to just connect with the Lord. Sometimes we go on hikes. Sometimes, you know, we'll do something like going wine tasting or something like that and enjoy all that the Lord has made. And so, you know, it doesn't mean that, hey, if a person's broken down on the side of the road, kind of like think about the Good Samaritan, right? Like you don't stop and help help them. them. No, 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 we stop and help them. We stop, you know, but but we we protect that. Like Jesus healed on the Sabbath. It's not a time where you can't help people but we do put bumpers on that day it's and, it's a sacred day yeah it's, it's a holy day and we communicate you know? that to others and so that's part of the dna of mm-hmm. our community and i know that recently you switched your day uh so that it'll kind of coincide with our yeah. community as well so do you want to yeah, talk I've, a little bit I've, about that i've traditionally sabbathed friday evening through saturday evening which is the more traditional historical uh, sabbath period you know back in the uh Early New Testament, Old Testament, it was called the Shabbat by the Jews. Um, And that's, you know, I'm sure they still call it that. Mm -hmm. And that was the traditional period of the Sabbath. And I think that's a wonderful time to Sabbath. Um, And for many people out there, that might be a great time for for you to Sabbath. You work in a traditional nine to five during the week, Friday evening through Saturday or through Saturday evening will be a great time to Sabbath. But I do know for a lot of people, Saturday is, is sports day. It can it's, be busy. You know, yeah. It can be an errand day, a busy day, and so maybe Sunday becomes your Sabbath. You know, and and for me, I've recently switched to a Monday um, Sabbath, and hopefully to make it a Sunday evening through Monday evening kind of Sabbath, yeah. um, because I think there's something uh, special about the evening to evening Sabbath, and yeah. starting with meals. Meals is a big part of the Sabbath for me of of, of enjoying those. Mm. Like it, it's not something to just ha- have done quickly or. Um, and it might even involve other people that are that are Sabbathing with me, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so that's that's the spirit of, of yeah. the Sabbath is to rest, to stop, not mm-hmm. to work. You know, I'm in school right now. It's not a day I do any homework. It's not a day I read right. for school. I might read uh, for pleasure, for enjoyment's sake, because yeah. I do enjoy that. I might go for a nice long walk, get a coffee somewhere and go walk. Those are Those are things I enjoy to do on the Sabbath. But I don't work in any capacity. Yeah. And let me tell you, over the last, I don't know, five or so years that I've been Sabbathing, my life has been changed. It's yeah. been different. It's I will never changed. I will never go back to a non-Sabbath yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, 
Sabbath is life-giving, and that's why the Lord made it for us. Yeah. And here's the thing. Some people might think, hey, I don't know how I can do this. Yeah. Like, my job will never allow this. Or, But here, here's the reality. If God calls us to it, right, like, he's going to make sure that we can do it. Yeah. Right. So if he if and if you just trust him in faith, like ultimately he's the provider, right? Ultimately he's the provider and he's the one. Like, and it might require you to pivot some of your yep. priorities, your schedules, like orientate your life so that this can be a part of it. And faith, right? Saying like, trusting God. It might be like you might have to let go of a a day of work or a half a day at work to start and say. I'm going to trust that God's going to provide here, mm. you know, and, and, and that creating this margin because he's called me to it, that he's going yeah. to show up on the other side. I love what Pete Scazzaro says. He says that um, the day that we die, we're going to leave a to-do list behind, mm. right? Everybody's going to leave a to-do list behind, right? And nobody on their deathbed is ever like, oh, I wish I would have gotten more things done. Mm. No, on their deathbed, people talk about, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish I would have, you know, spent more time learning about God. I wish I would have spent yeah. more time loving others well. Like, that's the kind of thoughts that you're just like, oh, it's not like I wish I would have spent more time putting Working. more money in my bank account <laughs> so that when I die, it's not me that yeah. spends it, right? It's like, yeah. so, so I think for us and our context, like Scott's already said, like, man, don't try to go zero to 100, but try to m- incorporate this in your value system, Yeah. right? And and once it becomes a value, I think like Scott said. It'll become and like a priority. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it goes from priority to a practice, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why it's in this ongoing series of values and practices. And so if you're a part of the Simple Church Collective looking to be a part of the Simple Church Collective, we will not fight you on, hey, man, that's that's our Sabbath day, you know, we're not doing ministry stuff on that day, you know, we're not scheduling ministry um, that day, and that's completely fine with us, because we want you to honor that, and we know that you'll be a better leader, you'll be a better husband, you'll be a better wife, you'll be a better boyfriend, you'll be a better neighbor, you know, whatever it is that you are in this season, because of it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Keeping It Simple where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. Stay tuned as we release episodes each Wednesday. We'd appreciate it if you would like, review, share, and subscribe our podcast. Thank you for listening.